In the age of Instagram and social sharing, brick-and-mortar businesses offer a unique advantage that even the biggest and best online platforms can't compete with. On Brick and Mortar Reborn, we talk with business owners and industry experts about what they're seeing work best for brick and mortar businesses who aren't just competing with their online counterparts, but thriving in spite of all the options that customers now have. We'll share exactly what you can do to set yourself up for success with an experience that wows your customers and keeps them coming back for more. And now our host, Bobby Maramat. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Brick and Mortar Reborn. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Alper Ademir, the CEO of Volumental. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Welcome to the show, Alper. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You have a super, super interesting background. You were at NASA prior to this and then started your company. Why don't you walk us through your uh, your, your quick bio of what you did and what got you started with uh, Volumental? Yeah, you, you said it. I'm from originally, I'm from Istanbul, Turkey, and um, I studied engineering and I wanted to learn everything there is to learn about how to build robots because I thought that was like the next revolution after the personal computer revolution. So I did my PhD in uh, computer vision and robotics, artificial intelligence, those areas. And then I had a stint at NASA building uh, 3D scanning applications, 3D mapping, making computers really see the world around us and perceive the world around us. So I worked in projects such as self-driving cars. And one major project I worked on was building 3D scanning mobile phones. So gaining our mobile phones, the ability to perceive and 3D scan the, wor- the rooms, the, the homes, the stores that we're in. That was a very exciting project. And then with my co-founders, uh, we founded uh, Orlimental after that. So I moved actually to Sweden, Stockholm. That's where I did my uh, PhD. And since then, I've been uh, building Orlimental and uh, living in Stockholm. I know you you started to kind of uh, get interested in this at NASA, but what uh, what made you take the plunge in opening up your own company? I was excited, first of all, by the prospects of taking something that is at the cutting edge of science and technology and meeting that with millions of people and making solving their problems through that. So I was quite motivated by that. I thought if I can do something like that, I would be a happy camper. And also, secondly, I guess we'll get into that, but scanning people's bodies, feet, footwear, and solving their uh, pains and solving their problems, it's just, it motivates me. I think that's a great, great time to tell us more, a little bit more about like mental. So what do, you, what do you provide? Who's your typical client? And what is your company all about? So at Volumental, our vision is to solve the fitting problem in e-commerce and in-store. So if you think about it, the e-commerce model today is broken. And this is not indifferent in in other areas, but we buy four boxes, we send back three because it doesn't fit. And this results in millions of boxes being shipped back and forth. And it's just archaic, right? So we're basically stuck in the MySpace era, as as I like to call it. So at Volumental, what we imagine is we imagine a future where everyone can easily find their perfect fit from anywhere at any time, really, whether you're in the store or at your home or on your mobile phone. And we started to uh, tackle this problem from uh, footwear. So the way it works today is we 3D scan people, their their feet in retail stores. So you walk in, a very helpful store associate welcomes you and you get your feet scanned under four seconds, essentially. 
And with that, you get a complete profile of your, a 3D profile of your, of both of your feet. You get to see how your arches compared, is compared to the population in your area, for instance. And then we, through our AI algorithms, we, we match your 3D foot shape to the footwear that fits you perfectly. So far, we have scanned 10 million people around the world since we product. We're across uh, 2,500 stores in 42 countries, all the way from Toronto to Tasmania, essentially. And we're also launching our mobile solution very soon so that people will be able to uh, scan themselves at home, scan their feet at home, and find the shoes that fits them best. And that's something that is We've been working on it for a long time. And as I mentioned, I worked on this problem of doing this on mobile phones, 3D scanning on mobile phones many years ago. So yeah, that's what we do. What's a typical client uh, look like, Alper? Who's, who's your typical clients? So we have customers such as uh, New Balance, and um, Bauer Hockey, um, Fleet Feet in the United States, Roadrunner. We have around 70 customers. And another thing that uh, we would like to do, actually, and we do... It's another product of ours. We, we work with the R&D departments, product development departments of basically the world's largest brands. So they use our scanner and the data and the insights from that that our team provides to build and develop better fitting footwear. Because it's, it's really amazing how the shoe industry has been doing things the same way for decades and, and in some cases for more than 100 years. So just to give you one example, our customer Bauer and they, through the, the hundreds of thousands of foot scans that they made, they have uh, revamped their entire product catalog, which has been around since forever. So I think those are the types of things that, that excites us when we're able to make an impact of that magnitude. What does your setup look like in a store location? Like how, how does your, your modeling work uh, hardware-wise, software-wise? The scanner is by 50 centimeters by 50 centimeters. I guess for an American audience, that would be, let's see, 25 inches or 22 inches by 22 inches. And um, you step onto it and there's an iPad that comes along with it. And the scanner is really has no maintenance. You just, you know, just plug it to power as soon as you receive it and it just works. There's no nothing else that you need to do. We worked on that quite hard so that it's just the button press. I mean, the retail environment can be harsh, right? So people walk by, bump into it, all sorts of crazy things happen. Kick it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. I was in Hong Kong before this uh, when we were able to travel. And we, we have a couple of stores that are scanners there. And um, I visited one of them. And I, what I saw was that there was a small kid who was kicking one of the, one of the cameras. But we built the thing so that it's robust to all of these things. So it's just a button click. And there's an iPad, and that's wirelessly connected to the scanner. Uh, so you just pull the iPad. There's one button, scan. Customer uh, steps on it. It takes less than four seconds. And then the results are displayed on the iPad, a full 3D scan. And that's usually the wow moment. People go, oh, wow, like th- this is, you know, I've never seen my feet in 3D. And then there are some insights length and width size and so on, but also, as I said, compared to the population. So then the, the, the store people can really have interesting and new conversations with people. What happens also is that they talk about this to their family, and then they bring the, the entire family or, or friends 
And if they enter, if you as a user, as a, as a shopper, if you enter your email address, we actually send you the 3D scan as well. So you can actually take a look at it at home, show it to your friends. That's the thing that happens all the time. Share it. Yeah. So it, it brings in traffic in that way. Do you tie into, just to learn a little bit more about your tech, do you tie into that store's inventory? Do you, do you suggest sizes? Like how, how, do you, how, does, how does the next step of that work? The next step of that is we have what we call Fit Engine, which shows you a list of shoes, products that fits you and exactly how they fit you in different parts of the foot. So your size, yes, but also this one is a little bit snug on the heel. This one is a little bit wide on the... You have wide feet, so this style has different width sizes. You may want to go with that and so on. And you can you can filter it however you want, right? The store associates and, and so on. So that's uh, that's the fit engine part that our customers really like. That's awesome. I mean, technology definitely is a wow factor. But on top of it, I think what's relevant for today is you know coming out of hopefully coming out of COVID. I, I want to call it as people want to you know touch less. You know, have more kind of experiences in locations, but they want to touch less and and have things as contactless as possible. So, do you see that the exposure to your product and the you know retailers being interested in your product more now than than ever or is it pretty much the same or how is the interest in your product i mean it was quite a roller coaster so last year around march and april as the world shut down we also you know everyone was a little bit oh what's going to happen now towards the tail end of the uh, last summer so last fall august uh, september era when we have understood that okay we'll be able to like deal with this as a you know, as a group of people, as a society, everyone around the world, uh, we have seen a huge uptick in customer interest. We had, for instance, that quarter, our best quarter ever, essentially. So I think a lot of these factors that you mentioned, both people realizing that, well, yeah, we need to invest in technology. And really, it's not technology for the sake of technology, but it's it's really to have, you know, deliver great experiences, safe experiences also as you said some of our customers definitely uh, reconfigured their like store process so that you can be at a safe distance with the customer and they step on the scanner and you with your wireless ipad you can stand away from them you don't need to get up close to them and and get down on your knees and touch them and so on so that has also been a a great uh, benefit that's awesome and conceptually you're tying this into even AR, where you can try on <laughs> try on shoes virtually, kind of down the line, right? In size and 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 try on that that that'll be amazing. That that also also alleviate. Like I, I don't like shopping too much, so if I can go in and try on a bunch of things virtually, that would, that would that would definitely help out. What do you think as far as as you're seeing kind of the world change a little bit? Has have you seen? I know you're you're kind of selling your product into retail. But are you seeing changes that you're getting back from retailers or just changes that you're noticing yourself and any sort of consumer behavior patterns changing over, over the last few years? One thing that has happened throughout last year is we made something like eight years worth of progress in e-commerce option in eight months. And uh, we do have a retail product and solution, but also the data that is generated from that about the profile can be used, those insights, those recommendations in an e-commerce setting. And that's another product that we have. We call it Volumental Engage. And that's really to drive engagement in in e-commerce. 
So that's one thing that I see uh, companies and shoppers, they want more from the, also from their digital experiences. It doesn't cut it anymore to just have, you know, a picture and, and a size drop down and everyone has that. So that's something that I, I noticed. Alper, why, why do you feel like, uh, you know, we, of course, as a company, definitely believe in in-location experiences and how you create that experience and, and that evolving experience that changes, especially coming out of the pandemic and other things that we'll see probably in our lifetime, right? Why do you think those in-location experiences matter? At the end of the day, people are like, we're social creatures. We, we, we need to connect with, with other people. We can't just be like sitting at home and looking at screens. Even if that is that gives you the best technology, you can try things, you know, you can, I don't know, the best shows on Netflix and so on. At some point, you do want to get out of the house and like, okay, what else is there to do out there? And if I think if your store can deliver an experience that is worth driving or going, then that's where I'm going to go. So I think that's fundamentally it. And I mean, I know that there are a lot of, dooms they like speak about retail and so on but i actually think that and i'm a technology person right i would i would be quite like oh yeah you know everything is going to be digital but i don't think so i just don't think so and uh, there may be less of it but more much more higher quality yeah i actually think you know it's an interesting point i actually think you know we're going to see we we're starting to talk to a lot of e-commerce brands that are actually have never had store locations and are opening up store locations now. And they're doing it because two things. They realize, yeah, there's a lot of value you get from online. But exactly what you said, we're, we're social creatures. We want to touch. We want to play. We want to see. We want to you know, be able to experience, if you will. And you can do that. You can do that to a certain extent online. But I think the stores will always have a place, whether it's, you know, depending on the brand, right? Whether it's touch and feel, whether it's that experience that I get when I walk in, the music playing, whatever is happening so I can associate with that brand. Or it's just, you know, I bought online and I want to go pick up in store, right? And I still want a good experience. I think there's a lot of different flavors of that. But it's interesting because, as you say, a lot of people, you know, retail is dead, retail is gone, all that good stuff. But you actually realize that retailers that are dying are the, are the brands that were dying anyways and that have not been innovating and not been talking to their customers and not building up a brand. The other retailers are really flourishing, right? The ones that are really focusing. Yeah, 100%. I mean... I can, for instance, from our customers, uh, Fleetfeet and really all of our other customers, but Fleetfeet is one such example where they're, you know, retailer, according to the mainstream wisdom, they should be, you know, doing really bad or, you know, retails, but no, they're like growing and similarly the same for our customers in other geographies and other segments as well. So it really depends on your ability to execute. Albert, what do you? What is one of your you know, favorite experiences in store uh, experiences that you've? Uh, you know, everyone has their own idea. People always talk about Apple. They talk about Nike, all that good stuff. But like, what's your, what's your favorite kind of experience walking into location? I still remember the store that I visited in Japan, Tokyo, uh, a few years ago. It was a brand called a bathing ape in the Shibuya area i think there's even youtube videos of this right like that's how that's when you know you you made it good because people yeah. <laughs> you like youtube videos of your store online so it, it was a um shoe store and as soon as you step in they made this cool installation where you have shoes flowing underneath you behind the glass panel i still remember that and the whole lighting in the store how i was greeted immediately by someone 
And another thing is that you could actually, um, before you visited the store, you could actually sort of like book in advance. Hey, I'm going to be there in the next hour. This is my name. You know, this is what I like and all of that. This is my you know, preferences. And I did that. And as soon as I came in, someone greeted me and they already almost knew my name. Like, oh, yeah, we've, we've been expecting you. And that is that sort of that, like first class experience. I still remember that. And uh, I talk about it to everyone. I think people remember certain experiences depending on what they think is important, right? Like I, I actually remember I, I went to uh, a store in Spain and nothing special with the actual like clothes that they were providing, but it was the music that was playing when I was walking in. To your point, there's like different things of AR in the store location, right? Um, so I, as a technologist, again, I, I associated with the brand because of how they had set up the in-store experience. And they connected with me and, and using that AR, they got my email and I've been purchasing things from them even though I'm in the United States. So I think it's one of those things that like, creates uh, you know, something in your head that you continue to associate with that brand, which is definitely important. Alper, what's important on the technology side for retailers to make sure they're thinking about and or adopting if it's right for their brand in the next few years? What's going to be the next hot tech that, that people need to pay attention to? I think it's going to be fit tech. I think that, that is an emerging category. And as e-commerce, as we talked about, all this growth in e-commerce, some of it is, is here to stay. And then we will need to make sure that we are not in the MySpace era of e-commerce. <laughs> We're just doing the same things over and over again. And I think a big, big part of what people's anxiety buying online or you know doubts or concerns or blockers is this whole, is this going to fit me? And you need, to have a, you need to have a tech stack. We need to have a fit tech stack rather for your in-store, for your e-commerce, for your mobile app. So I think that's going to be the emerging thing. And it's really empowering, I think, for shoppers, because you own your own body data and what, like the, the, how things fit you. And you'll be able to carry that from place to place and get the best experience. So the, the retailers and brands and, and websites that just like uh, jives with that in a way that gives that experience to you, you you're going to be drawn to that, I think. Makes sense. You know, what was, other, what was interesting to me to learn about uh, you and your company is you own the largest database of feet in the world, which is super interesting. How does a retailer actually leverage some of that foot data to create you know, personalized marketing campaigns? How do they use that to be able to connect with their customers better? So first of all, we provide the dashboard, a sort of a command center to see how your stores are doing, uh, how many people they're scanning, what is the email capture rate, which is super important. So we have some of the uh, highest email capture rates in, uh, in, the, in the industry, I think. So, like, it's not uncommon for our customers to have 80%, 90% email capture rates. So that means that everybody who comes in through the door and you, get, you scan, which people readily want to do, 80%, 90% of these people leave an email address. Because they want to get their scan back, right? They are they're impressed by it and so on. So you don't need to give any discounts or you know other type of things to do that. And then we provide tools and and APIs for you to go. Okay, I have uh, a million people in my database, foot scan with email addresses. I want to be able to filter everybody who didn't, you know, who bought their shoe six months ago and this and that and woman like find your audience, and then use our tools to generate the top five fitting shoes for them, for instance. 
and then they can embed that into the email content. Um, so that's one way our customers are using uh, using it. And this generates a lot of click-through because people remember that experience. Oh yeah, these guys know me. I got 3D scanned there. So I have really high confidence that this is going to fit me. So in that email that we sent about people's 3D scan, uh, we see open rates close to 6 to 70%. That's the impact. And when you click on that link, the page that you land is still branded with your company, retailer, brand. You know, that's another touch point that you have with with them. And then a couple of months later, you send them another email with, you know, here's your top fitting shoes. And you click on that and you land on the e-commerce page. And the e-commerce page also is aware of your 3D scan and your size, right? As I mentioned. So that brings it a whole circle and that that just drives customer lifetime value and loyalty so that's how it works today with our products yeah that's amazing it's actually interesting like as you say that you know if, if i go and i get you know basically my true fit if you will and then i always constantly get shoes that are going to fit me like as a consumer i would probably be a lot more inclined to buy right and probably buy more often so yeah i'm with you that's amazing Apur, that was a uh, that was a wealth of information. Thank you so much for for joining us today. Before I let you go, anything I forgot to ask that you want to make sure that our listeners know about you or the company? No, not really. I think you co- we covered a lot of ground. We're really excited about our upcoming mobile uh, solution, which really brings this whole uh, circle together. I think it's not just one thing, right? Uh, stores are going to be here to stay, but people will also have their you know computers with them and so on. So we'll have to be you will have to be present wherever they are. And so, yeah, if anyone wants to uh, attend that, feel free to email me at alper at volumental.com. I'll send you an invite, no problem at all. It will be our pleasure. And yeah, thanks for having me. I definitely want to check it out. Before I let you go, uh, you know, you're in the, the Sweden, the Stockholm area in Sweden. Um, I, once travel starts to get back up and running, what, what are some areas that you suggest in your area as people come to Stockholm? What should they make sure they check out? Oh, yeah. I mean, Stockholm is beautiful. It's built on a series of islands. Uh, So right now I'm on an island, for instance, and there is like water and sea and nature is everywhere. So really, if you come by just the city center, the old town is like amazing. These like buildings that are 500, 600 years old uh, that are still standing right by the by the water and um, and if you come in summer, the sun doesn't uh, set until 10 p.m., something like that. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So there's so much energy. People are out and, and you know, having fun and, and so on. So, yeah, do come by and you're always welcome to our office visit. Would love to, yeah. Coffee and free awesome wine and lots of uh, 3D scanners around. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Perfect, Alba. Thank you so much again for your time. I know you're 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 probably super busy. Uh, thanks for taking some time with us today, and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Brick and Mortar Reborn. To find the resources mentioned in this show and detailed show notes, head over to brickandmortarreborn.com. dot